I'm Yoe Shaw. I'm Kia Miakonatis. We're the hosts of the NPR podcast, Invisibilia. You can think of Invisibilia kind of like a sonic blacklight. When you switch us on, you'll hear surprising and intimate stories. Stories that help you notice things in your world that maybe you didn't see before. Listen to the Invisibilia podcast from NPR. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with WNXP's Julie Haidt. Hey, Julie. Hey, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums and EPs out now on April 23rd, starting with the Nashville singer and rapper Houston Kendrick and his latest. It's called Small Infinity. I don't do well in crowded places. I get shy, create new faces. Ugly by the soap. Solitude sacred like a steeple So I have a hard time interacting and relating to people Does that make me evil? There's no way I'm evil, right? Right? I never really learned how to long boy like a cool boy But I'm so much colder than a cool boy Quick show of hands who sees what I see Oh, just me I don't do well the crowded places I get shy This is Houston Kendrick. His new album is called Small Infinity. This cut we're hearing from it is called Ugly Vibes. Uh, Julie, he's an artist you've been championing for a while who I think doesn't sound like what I think a lot of people would expect from a Nashville singer. That is very true. <laughs> You're, you are very right about that. And even in that song, Ugly Vibes, I mean, he is consciously, artfully, deliberately playing with different personas. That comes through even more when you watch the music video that goes with that song. But I had heard a mixtape that he released in 2018 called Pink. And here was a sort of hip-hop adjacent R&B singer-songwriter who was starting to bring into focus a young, black, queer, southern, suburban vantage point. Right. But I, th- I think it's so interesting that he was reaching out to producers and beat makers that he knew and liked in Nashville and beyond and getting some basic bones of tracks to work with. And then he went back to his childhood bedroom and shaped a suite of songs that reflect on restlessness and the rejection that he experienced based on his identity growing up in the southern suburbs as a young black queer man and kid, teenager, and also at the same time attentive to his own youthful vulnerability and pain. Talk about containing multitudes. This whole record is just (laughs) so... Rich and colorful. I kept thinking it's like the sonic equivalent of watching time-lapsed videos of flowers bursting into bloom over and over again. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a great metaphor. I also thought of, since small infinity is a little bit science-y sounding, I also thought of a prism. Mm. You know, the multiple sides and faces of a prism that all reflect light, you know? Yeah. The record from Houston Kendrick is called Small Infinity. Thanks so much, Julie. You're so welcome. We've got a lot of standout releases from some relatively new and newly discovered artists this week, including the singer Hannah Jadagu. She's got an EP that we're loving out now called What Is Going On. 
This is Hana Jadagu, the singer Hana Jadagu. Her new record is called What Is Going On? The song we're hearing from it is called Sundown in Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody here for this one. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. How are you doing? All right. Hannah Judago, she's a singer who signed with the Sub Pop label just in February. This is her debut EP, and I thought it was just glorious. Her voice, the production, just these sweet, reflective melodies. It just all works so well together. And she's uh, 18 years old, and she did it all on her iPhone <laughs> using the Garage Garage Band app, iRig, a microphone, and guitar. That's all you so, need. It's all you need. So, like on top of being 18, which I already feel old, she just did all this like. Here's my beautiful, amazing record. Yeah. But in all seriously, yeah, this she is sub pop once again uh, knows how to find that find the talent, to find the gems. Right. When I started listening to it, it brought me back to my youth. Yeah. You know, I, it was like it was like an escapism back to my youth and nostalgia. Like it conjured up the artists I was listening to, like the Sundays and Mazzy Star, but yeah. without sounding like she was mimicking them. And lyrically, they're not complex, they're just simple lyrics and that's the beauty of it i think yeah but i was just taken away and i love how how she shows how big and almost cosmic these ideas seem when you're living through them but how they come from very small moments mm-hmm. she conveys a lot of emotion with very little hana jadagu her new record is called what is going on thanks so much Tariq. thank you We've got one more album that we want to play before we take a quick break. Also out now on April 23rd, it's a new one from the band Dinosaur Jr. It's called Sweep It Into Space. This is Dinosaur Jr., the band Dinosaur Jr., back with a new one called Sweep It Into Space. The song we're hearing from it is called And Me. And NPR Music's Stephen Thompson back for this one. Hey, Stephen. Hello, Robin. These guys in Dinosaur Jr., you know, they've been making music for nearly 40 years now. But I have, I have to say, I really think this new album sounds as fresh and alive and current as pretty much anything they've done, even going back to their earliest days. You know, as long as I have been paying attention to music, Dinosaur Jr. has been seen as a volatile band. Yeah. Uh, there's all this there's all this conflict between Jay Maskus and Lou Barlow, who uh, would leave the band for a long time to form Folk Implosion and and other and Sebado and other projects. And you'd always hear like, "Oh, Dinosaur Jr.'s breaking up. Jay Maskus is going solo. Oh, right. these guys are fighting." But then you listen to this record. It's Dinosaur Jr.'s twelfth album. It's their fifth since reuniting with their original like 
mid-80s lineup. Right. They they reunited in 2005. This is their fifth album since reuniting. You listen to this record, you just hear an engine of efficiency. Yeah. You just hear these songs that rock in that very specific Dinosaur Jr. way with all the gnarly guitars. And, and it, God, it just, it takes me back and sounds fresh at the same time. Oh, totally. When I, when I first hit play, my, my first thought was, that sounds like a Dinosaur Jr. record. Yeah. But man, it just pulled me in. You know, you, you've got, most of the songs are written and sung by Jay Mascus, and they just rip across the whole record. Then you've got the two tracks from Lou Barlow, you know, and he brings the quieter, sadder, more introspective side of the band. Yep. Uh, but it just works so brilliantly together. And great lines, too, like on uh, a song called Hide Another Round. Jay Mascus says, uh, stuck inside, no reason, filed down a thought I was stuck believing. And I thought, man, that is exactly what you do when you are trapped in your brain, fixated on a bad thought. You just start filing it and grinding it down until it's gone. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You said something, Robin. That, you know, the first time I heard it, I thought, oh, it's another Dinosaur Jr. record. And I'm like, counterpoint, it's another Dinosaur <laughs> Jr. record. <laughs> That's just that's a strong counterpoint. I, I've got nothing, nothing to come back uh, with, with that. Dinosaur Junior is the band. The new album is called Sweep It Into Space. Thanks so much, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. We still have a few more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but first we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from our 2021 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre, Lowercase. Definitely unlike anything you've ever heard before, lowercase music is created from remixing ambient sounds like crumpling paper and smashing light bulbs. Give it one listen and you'll never look at paper the same way ever again. Now that you've discovered lowercase, take a minute to discover State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from NPR sponsor Starbucks. Did you know Starbucks is committed to cutting their landfill waste in half by 2030? Starbucks is testing an idea, a borrow-and-return reusable cup program to reduce single-use cups. In a handful of Seattle-area stores, customers can choose to order their drink in a fully reusable cup and return it on their next visit for credit on their Starbucks app. Learn more about this program and Starbucks' commitments to making a positive impact on the planet at starbucks.com planet. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick run through NPR Music's picks for the best albums out now on April 23rd. We start the second half of the show off with the Pakistani singer and composer Aruj Aftab. Her new album is called Vulture Prince. <laughs> This is Aruj Aftab. Her new album is called Vulture Prince. The song we're hearing from it is called Surur. And joining us to talk about this one and one more album we're loving this week is NPR Music's Tom Heisinger. Hey, Tom. Hey, Robin. Nice to be back with you. This is Aruj Aftab's third full-length album, but she was totally new to me, and I'm guessing new to a lot of listeners. So maybe just start with a bit about who she is, and then we can get more into what I thought was an utterly transcendent record. Aruj Aftab is... uh 
a Pakistani-born Brooklyn-based composer and vocalist who studied at the Berklee College of Music in Boston, and they're, they're famous for their jazz program there. I didn't know a whole lot about her either until she released her second album in 2018 called Siren Islands, and that record was primarily a kind of an ambient electronica album that barely included her vocals, but uh, the new record, Vulture Prince, it keeps that ambient chill vibe, but features her voice prominently, and this time with mainly acoustic instruments. And like you, I'm I'm just simply bowled over by it. It's one of the most beautiful and serene albums I've heard in a while. Yeah, when I first heard her voice come in on the opening cut on this record, it honestly took my breath away a little bit. It was just so beautiful, so uniquely hers. It was actually a little startling. Well, the record is a lot like that. It's meditative, slow-paced, almost, dare I say, devotional. And you're right, I think that first track is one of the most ravishing on the on the album, just in terms of gently floating you out there on a warm cloud of sound. It's called Bagan Main, and it's sung in Urdu, that's the official language in Pakistan, and it speaks of, of loss. The opening lines read, Swings are swinging in the garden while you have forgotten me. I have not forgotten you the way you've forgotten us. This heart is without hope, our love left unfulfilled. Just gorgeous, the opening cut, Bagan Main. And that's from Aruj Aftab's brand new record called Vulture Prince, which is dedicated to her brother who died while she was writing the record. Um, I just love how that music just floats so sweetly in the air with its perfume and its gorgeous harp playing there by Celtic harpist Maeve Gilchrist. And I just really like how Aruj Aftab works with just a few instruments in her voice to create these colorful, transparent textures. It's a, a beautiful album. Well, I probably spent more time listening to Vulture Prince this past week than any other album, except for maybe the next one that we want to talk about, Tom. You mentioned the the beautiful harp on the Aruj Aftab record, Vulture Prince. This next one we, we want to play features another plucked instrument, and it's kind of a, a West Africa meets the Western Symphony Orchestra. Right, and it features just this extraordinary collaboration between Tumani Diabate, the, the master kora player from Mali, and he's with the London Symphony Orchestra. Who knew? The album is called Coraline, and let's hear a little from the track called Eline Road. And that's a little bit of the song Aline Road from Tumani Diabate and the London Symphony Orchestra. Uh, Tom, I guess we should say what a chora is for, for people who don't know. 
Well, the Cora is um, a 21-string instrument with a wooden neck and a large gourd, a round gourd as a resonating body, something kind of between a lute and a harp. It's a West African instrument, mainly associated with the country of Mali, but uh, other countries too. And the teaching of the instrument and its traditions are handed down uh, generation after generation, and Diabate's family goes back some 70 generations. It's pretty amazing. It might seem like strange bedfellows, you know, a cora and, uh, you know, floating angelically above this relatively unobtrusive orchestra, but it's completely convincing. It's completely intoxicating to me. And I think the, the key, Robin, to this whole record are the orchestral arrangements. And the American composer Nico Muley orchestrated three of the album's six tracks. And they're like these luminous scrims of sound that really never get in the way um, Muley said that he he had a challenge in doing it, and he said the main challenge was, you know, am I floating above the Cora? Am I weaving in between it? Am I creating a bed underneath? And then he says, what I settled on was a combination approach where things go in and out of focus. Sometimes the lights come up on the orchestra a bit, and sometimes mm. they reduce down. So I think we should listen to uh, another track on the record. It's called Cantalo's Dream, where the winds and the strings just do this little dance under... Diabate's beautifully played Cora. And that's the song Cantalo's Dream from Tumani Diabate in the London Symphony Orchestra. Uh, I'm totally with you, Tom. I just thought this was so perfectly balanced. As you said, the orchestra is is never too busy or overwhelming. It just works so perfectly. And and I have to say, whenever I hear there's a new album from uh, Name Your Artist performing with uh, Name Your Symphony, I always worry that it's going to come off as a gimmick. And this is just so absolutely not that. It's essential listening. You're right. This isn't Robin crossover music that was concocted in some record executive's office. I mean, right. Tumani Diabate, who has collaborated with everybody from Taj Mahal to flamenco groups, he's said, he's on the record for saying, you know, he always dreamed of matching up his instrument, the Cora, with a symphony orchestra. And in fact, this record was recorded live back in 2008 and it got lost in the archive amid some corporate shuffle. And it's finally 
being released now. And I would say lucky for us because uh, it's it's going to be one of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah, same. It's one I know I'm going to be coming back to uh, a lot this year. The record, Coraline from Tumani Diabate and the London Symphony Orchestra. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you, Robin. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but there are a handful of other notable releases that I want to mention for April 23rd, starting with Alpha Mist. The UK rapper and producer Alpha Mist has a new album, a very jazz-heavy record called Bring Backs. Bring Backs from Alpha Mist. Ethel Kane, the guitarist and singer from rural Indiana that Bob Boylan played on the show not long ago, her new EP called Inbred is out now, Ethel Kane. The Brooklyn band Yellow Ostrich has a really beautiful record just full of these perfect rainy day songs called Soft, Soft from Yellow Ostrich out now. And the Kinshasa band Jupiter and Oquest has a new album out today called Na Kazonga. It features the Preservation Hall Jazz Band and a whole lot of other contributors. Again, the album is Na Kazonga from Jupiter and Oquest. All that music out now on Friday, April 23rd, along with this last one that we want to feature from the late jazz pianist Hassan Ibn Ali. It's called Metaphysics, The Lost Atlantic Album. This is Hassan Ibn Ali with Metaphysics, the Lost Atlantic album. The song we're hearing from it is called El Hassan. And Nate Chinin of WBGO and Jazz Night in America joins us for this one. Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. I, I was so knocked out by this record that you turned me on to it. And the whole time, honestly, I kept thinking, how do I not know about this guy? But when I started doing some digging, I found his story and the story of this album are pretty remarkable. This is the real deal. This is a true man of mystery in the jazz lore. And it's, I mean, I can still almost hardly believe that this album is with us, but he was just this person that that was on the lips of all the old-time musicians like Odin Pope, the saxophonist who's on this record. You know, people would just talk about him like this genius who just had this tragic life, someone who could have really changed the course of the music. He historically has only been documented on one album titled The Max Roach Trio featuring the legendary Hassan. Right. Um, and and that title, I think, is definitely a bit of uh, wishful thinking and, right. and, and you know, hopeful marketing. And also um, how they regarded him, other artists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a genuine feeling among, among Max Roach and his circle. And then subsequently, he records a follow-up 
And it, it wasn't released at the time because he ran into problems with the law. He was arrested on a, a drug conviction and he was imprisoned. And so that led Atlantic to shelve that second album, which was later presumed destroyed in a fire. And now all of a sudden, here it is. After all these years, we actually have this weird Holy Grail recording. I kept thinking that it felt really ahead of its time or out of time yeah. in a weird way. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of woozy or avant-garde. I, it's very dense, his playing. Yeah. Is it fair to say that it feels ahead of its time? I think it absolutely is. He harmonically is doing really modern stuff. You know, he's he's working with open voicings and he's using chord clusters and he deploys whole tone scales and dissonance. And, you know, there's there's just all of this modern angularity built into the playing. Yeah, I read that whenever Hassan showed up to perform at clubs, the horn players would walk off the stage because <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to play with him and, and his sense yeah. of harmonics. As you say, I think you use the word dense, right? Yeah. There is such tonal density to the way that he plays at the piano, and it creates a bit of a minefield for an improviser. What a remarkable journey for it to finally arrive at this point where people can hear it. The album Metaphysics, the Lost Atlantic album from Hassan Ibn Ali. Thanks, Nate. My pleasure. Thanks, Robin. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. If you want to hear full versions of all the songs we featured on the program, along with a whole bunch of new singles that came out this week, you'll find them in NPR Music's New Music Friday playlist in Spotify, Apple Music, and on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. Sign up for our newsletter for weekly reminders of new Tiny Desks, playlist updates, and more from NPR Music. You can get it at npr.org slash musicnewsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend, be well, and treat yourself to lots of music. Music